everyone and welcome back to the Girl Talk of podcast. I am your host Rachel and today my sister Natalie and I will be celebrating our birthdays. We were born only a year and nine days apart so we have Adama with us who is a cosmic alchemist and astrologist behind LilithAstrology.com. She is dedicating to empowering women through her profound knowledge of the universe and magic manifestation techniques and she believes that magic or creating your reality purely through will in your mind can transform your life. We're really excited for you to listen, and as always, thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the episode. Hi, Adama. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We're so excited to have you, and we are very eager to see what you have to tell us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So I'm Adam Assise. I'm the founder of LilithAstrology.com, and mainly my message is empowering women through cosmic insight and intuition, and this is through the placement called Black Moon Lilith in the birth chart. So this is a huge point of shadow work for not only women, but honestly humanity, because it is the shadow of the divine feminine. And it's basically things that you just traumas and challenges you've been through in your own life. And through understanding the shadow, you can empower yourself and empower your life and transform and change dark energy into light. So I also teach in addition to astrology to all members and clients, um, but I also am a spiritual alchemist. So that is essentially what I had said, like turning dark energy into light. It's kind of like back in the day, alchemists turn lead into gold. So doing it on a spiritual level, it's doing that within your own energy to start to manifest and become the creator of your own reality instead of being at the mercy of your reality. So that's something that I, I really love to integrate into my astrology. I consider myself a witch and I do my own rituals and practices. So I do integrate that a little bit into my teachings as well too. But this is really a place where I focus on, on empowering women and helping them find their own voice and their own courage to do what's truly in their resonance with their life. I love that. I feel like that's, yeah. I, for someone like me, like, I feel like I'm like a beginner to it. Like I think manifesting is something that I'm super interested in. I just, sometimes just don't know where to start. <laughs> that's, that's one thing that I, I always love to tell my clients when they're like, I'm trying to manifest, I'm trying to do it. Understanding that you were doing it every single moment, every single day starts to shift your perspective around it and turning your attention towards the inside is the first step. So you're actually magnetizing things with your energy and working with your energy instead of running around thinking like, what do I have to do? What do I have? I'm trying, I'm doing. That's just manifesting more trying and doing. When we bring it then inside and start to work and do the inner work, that's when things just magnetize. I don't reach out for PR. I don't reach out really to people to do mm -hmm. anything. I sit cross-legged and I meditate and I do the inner work. So then that brings those things and those opportunities into me. Natalie, what do you think about that? Because I know Natalie yeah. is really like, she she talks about this a lot more and I think Natalie like tries to help me with stuff <laughs> but Natalie's just a good teacher she I think she's just yes yeah. she enjoys I, this yeah I um I like that you said spirituality and trauma can be connected because when I was looking inward last year was just like a really eye-opening and important year for me to do like internal work and what got me through it was like spirituality and what what it means to me 
and how I made it work for myself to get through traumas and to like really open my mind and think, you know, where are these behaviors coming from and how to, how to heal those behaviors and how to build like strong, healthy ones. And it took a while. It's important work. I felt like it was a lot of work and it was a lot of me being alone, but I'm so grateful that I really like dove deep and did that. So yeah, I'm really interested in I thinking like how both could be connected because I think getting through my trauma, I needed to be spiritual and I love my outlook on it now. So I'm so happy that you're here and we can all learn from you and, and just, you know, confirm what I think I know is true, but to hear that it is validate, they go, they go, they're hand in hand. So yeah, absolutely. Like manifesting money, it's spiritual, uh, manifesting yeah. your, I get so many questions like, what's my career life path? I'm like, okay, I can tell you, but you need to do the inner work. Yeah. And then also be open to doing things to shift your own reality. So it's, it's like you're working in concert with spirit and your chart. But at the end of the day, like if, if astrology had dropped into my lap and I was like, oh my God, I love this. And I still held limiting beliefs that I couldn't do professionally. I would still be in a corporate job that I despised. So it's like, we all have to like, you're like, you're saying you're working in concert with spirit, but then mm-hmm. it's the action then behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I felt like for me too, it was a lot of things going on in my mind, but I wasn't like taking action. So the second you were taking action, it felt very effortless and like the power of like what you think, if you want to think positively, do positively, it all needs to work together. So yeah. Oh, and have you ever worked with sisters before? No, not together. I know we have, we sent specific questions for us. I'm not sure like how you want to address them or I don't know. I'm happy to like hear anything or any of your thoughts. You lead the way. However format you want to do it. Okay. In that case. You and Peter Aries out of this cancer moon. (laughs) 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 I saw your chart, so I know exactly. Okay. Let's go. You're the leader. Maybe let's start with what, what were your initial thoughts when you did see both of our charts? So for your chart, I definitely saw, um, so you're a Virgo rising Aries sun with Venus and Aries in the seventh house of relationships. And then you have um, a square with the Cancer moon. And that's in, that's, um, in, it's, it's influencing both your 10th house of career, which also is indicative of the mother relationship, but then also your 11th house of groups, friends, your network, Things like podcasting are here as well, too. So these are squaring energies. They're not like each other at all. I'm actually a Cancer rising. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have some areas in my chart. So I've gone through this. I used to rely on others' opinion or others' thoughts to be like, oh, let me take care of this for you. And let me care about you. And let me nurture what's going on. And then at the own expense of myself and my own mm-hmm. energy. So I ended up feeling depleted at the end of the day. And so I realized like I have to lean more, even though it's, there's some discomfort in it, just mm-hmm. caring about myself, <laughs> but I lean more. And, and Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. Yeah. Aries is the leader. Aries, literally Aries people like are just like, you know, I don't know what you want to do, but I know what I want to do. And like, this is what we're doing. And that's fire energy versus cancer rules the home, the mother it's nurturing, it's a water sign. I'm not saying cancer is bad, but for you, the sun is a little more challenging for you to lean into, even though that is where you're going to shine the brightest in this lifetime and start to see more pop in things. And I saw, mm-hmm. I think it was your question about how can I make my podcast better? Yeah. 
you. You leaning into that leadership energy, which is not, doesn't, may not feel natural for you. And it may also be like, you may have leaned on the mother figure for support a lot in your life. Um, I don't know if that's something that mm-hmm. is, is resonant with you, but you, became, you can become comfortable in that. The moon is our comfort zone. But Aries, it's like, step out on that stage and like, let's go and come up with your ideas and be proud of them. Like you also have Venus with your son. That's someone extremely creative. And I think you can be creative in business relationships and in partnerships. Um, but there can be some tension sometimes with you because you will give up what you want and what you think is resonant for you at the expense of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that can happen sometimes in love relationships as well too. So it's important for you to be firm with your boundaries. Cancer moons, like the boundaries are so thin. You also have Mars in Pisces um, with Saturn and Mercury in the sixth house of work. And that's forming an opposition with your Chiron. So you're an extreme empath and people take, can take advantage of that. So it's important for you to really reassert your boundaries more forcefully than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I've had to learn to do in my life. Like even when I worked in corporate, like I just, I hated public speaking. I hated being up front and center. I would always ask like so-and-so's opinion about whatever. And nine times out of 10, I knew the answers. Like I'm <laughs> very delicate <laughs> and I should have been running my own business essentially because I was like light years beyond these people. But like, I couldn't see that because I, I didn't recognize my own power. So I think doing some exercises like journaling your ideas, first things that come to mind and starting to reflect on them and starting to be like, this is the decision. This is mm-hmm. it. And going in that direction, you will, it's, it's not even like it's going to make it successful. It amps up your vibration. The thing I was talking about, like creating with your energy, it amps mm-hmm. up your frequency, it amps up your vibration. So then you magnetize the success by being yourself, by being that leader that you, you chose that for yourself before entering this life. And so finding your own power. Aries rules the self, the first sign, and we're going into Aries season, spring equinox, Venus, you're gonna have a Venus return coming up. So there's some powerful energy for you to, to have a pop with what you're doing in your, your creative projects. How's so that I, <laughs> I, Everything that you're saying just like makes sense. And I think like what mm-hmm. Nally was saying earlier is like, these are things that I know, but I haven't actively worked towards. And I, I like a lot of that just resonates with me, especially just like the empath part and people taking advantage and being almost like secretly confident, like almost like knowing that I'm that like, I have a good feeling about this. And I feel like I, I try really hard to follow my gut and like, I feel like I am an intuitive person, um, but for whatever reason, I always have those second doubts. Um, and I think maybe one other thing too, is I know that I had asked also, like, I'm like what you were saying, I've been working in corporate America. I'm not in the best. Um, I'm, I think it's long story short. I don't feel fulfilled. I'm not fulfilled. I don't feel like this is my path and I don't feel like this is what I want to do. But then again, I do need a job. (laughs) I do need to pay bills. I need to do these things. And I feel like that's the sacrifice that maybe you were talking about earlier is like, those are the things that I'm sacrificing. So I can do things like this. Um, And so I can, you know, be able to support myself. But right now I'm in a very like transformative place in my career, um, especially just these next three months. And I don't know whether or not to go back to that job or if I should almost quit and take this on full time. 
or even like look for a new job or career during that time. But I think that's definitely something that I've been questioning for months now. Yeah, I mean, I was in the same same exact position. So how I moved and, and essentially identity shifted and shifted my reality multiple, multiple times over like the past three years, like even this apartment, like I was in, a, I had to do the same thing. <laughs> my old place was not good. And so I ended up being able to manifest moving in here. Um, but with the job to being an entrepreneur now and, and working for myself, I basically first had to thank the job. So I had to shift my energy surrounding the job and not go into there, even though sometimes it was really hard because <laughs> I know you have cancer in your chart. So you really internalize emotional, like you're very emotional and like internalize it. Usually people are not nice in corporate, so that can lower your vibration, but you're going to have to start looking at it. Like this is an investor in my, my next reality that I'm shifting into. So I'm here to take the check, do whatever the fuck you want. Excuse me. Am I allowed to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> go off. <laughs> I'm a big cursor, so yeah. um, do whatever the hell I want or what you want because they're paying. So that's it. And just hold no emotional attachment. I know that can be hard. You have literally Mars in Pisces, Mercury in Pisces, the moon in um, Cancer, you have Jupiter in Scorpio. You have a lot of water in your chart, but your primary energy, your sun is fire. So it can be challenging for you to like, just cut off the emotion and just do it. And then at the end of the day, I, so that's what I did. I sent love to it. When my boss would be challenging to deal with, I would just send love and I actually ended up shifting my progress in the job. And I left like a lot of money on the table because it's like getting bonuses and doing really well after changing my energy to it. So I started to manifest in that job and I was like, I really don't care. I'm just manifesting more money so I can build my website so I can pay for astrology school. So I can invest in this business that I held a vision onto. And then I did things like scripting. So writing down the reality I want in, for, in first person as if it's happening now mm -hmm. and crafting the reality into words, literally down to like how I want to work, where I want to work, like all these things, creating vision boards was another way. And then taking the inspired action too. I went to, like I was working like 60 hour weeks in my corporate job and I went to astrology school at the same time. Like mm -hmm. it was not a game. Like I like for a while, it's not like I didn't have a life. I just was exhausted. Like I would still see friends and do social things, but I would just be exhausted. But I just knew I'm shifting the reality. And when I did need downtime, I would take it. But you, you will grow what you put your energy into. So you send love to the job, stop putting as much energy and then Put energy towards where you see your future going. Have that goal in mind. Like you want to be a famous podcaster, literally hold that in your mind. Like you would order something from Amazon, like it's coming. So all I'm mm -hmm. doing right now is waiting and educating <laughs> yeah. myself and taking a course or doing X and X to get to that reality. And all of a sudden, it literally like I was offered, um, I do work horoscopes at uh, astrology.com and it was a really significant amount of money. I was like, bye. And that was it. And then I built, I continued building things up from there, but it was like a day identity mm -hmm. shifted because I, I worked with my energy because when you are so sending love to the job, like when you are vibrating on the level of love, instead of frustration or trying or difficulty, you're going to manifest more than the other. Cause those are call them lower vibrational. They're not bad emotions. They're valid, but mm -hmm. they're low vibrational. So you're going to it's going to block some things from coming in. 
Um, so starting to alchemize and shift the reality you're in now, use the job as like, literally it was like a bank account investor, like to shift realities. And I also yeah. forgave myself. I'm like, I'm not going to be down on myself because I'm in corporate America. Like this is what I thought I wanted to do at one point and I manifested it. So now it's time for a new one. And in this reality, it does take time to shift realities because we are in a three-dimensional reality. Like it's not Harry Potter. Like I'm not going to wave a wand at the sorting hat and like a bunny's going to appear. Like you have to actually wait and have the patience and know that it's coming. So that all of that is working with your energy, working with shifting. So it's even more than just positive thinking. It's mm-hmm. working with your energy, like doing things like meditation is, is teaching you how to work with your energy because it brings up shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing too is when you are feeling old patterns like if you get into challenges with your boss or coworkers, that, that that's just the universe providing an opportunity for you to amp up your vibration so i wouldn't react to a lot i wouldn't get mad i would leave shit at work i'd be like i'm home time for astrology and i would just let it go yeah that amps up your vibration to then magnetize like i magnetize i brought my a great teacher in for myself with astrology I've met so many people in the industry and my friends literally through just magnetization and not really having to do much reaching out. So mm-hmm. does that make sense? Is that? Yeah. And I think um, just one part that really stands out to me is kind of like that emotional part that I feel like I continue to take with me home after work. And obviously like working from home doesn't make it any easier, <laughs> but, no, um, but yeah, cause all of, I feel like all of my concerns and issues with my current job, it's all emotional. It all comes from like a moral standpoint. So, and it makes it very difficult to do my job because if you don't personally agree with what a company is doing, it's, you start to take that emotional toll. And I think that's, I could really benefit from just being like, I'm not going to have any emotional ties to it because it ultimately is just downing my vibe 24 seven. Um, so that I, that all, yeah. Start to do, um, so for impasse, I always recommend visualization techniques during your meditations. Um, you hundred percent need to be meditating with this much water in your chart. You just need to, it's just a fact. Uh, I don't, I know getting jump started on that can be challenging. I do Mm -hmm. offer memberships where I have, programs that do that like jumpstart mm-hmm. for members and make it easier but you need to be meditating and doing visualizations it's using your imagination to manifest mm-hmm. so you can manifest boundaries by using your imagination if you can start to imagine yourself like i like like if you have like a brick wall around you and none of the challenging emotions from coworkers in your environment can penetrate you just start to think in that way it will start to then really put up boundaries and you may find people are not bothering you as much as you as you once thought also Mm -hmm. you can do this with your career start to do um visualization so things that you do script and write down if you do visualizations in your head of it being here right now and feeling those emotions Mm -hmm. of it here right now that's telling the universe exactly what you want yeah was we're creator beings we're creating that's what i mean when i said we're creating in every moment so Mm -hmm. if i stop filling my thoughts with oh my God, I can't believe they did this today and this is challenging and this starts to be like, "Mm, that doesn't matter right now because that's not the reality I live in. The reality I live in is I'm doing whatever, you know, this and this and this and this and start to feel those emotions. That's, That's some of the work 
with working with your energy, you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you're very, um, I mean, I, so looking at your chart, I could see you working in something like therapy or helping others with their own healing. Um, I mean, you have a lot in Pisces in your sixth house of work and it's opposing Chiron, the wounded healer. And I actually have Chiron in my 12th house as well. And this is the mark of somebody who you can tap into the collective emotion and what they're feeling and kind of be able to reflect that back to them. Your moon in cancer as well. And that this is like the mark of somebody who could be a great therapist or um, I don't know if it's like, like speech. I don't know if speech therapy or something has ever been anything that crossed your mind. Um, another thing too is I definitely see in your chart where there's some challenges with, I'm trying to put this in, like, like self-confidence, like having confidence in yourself, but that's a huge placement of transformation for you, having confidence in your voice. You have Pluto and Scorpio in your third house of communication with the North Node. And then your South Node's in Taurus in the ninth house. So I think it's like, it's basically like you, you find comfort in having another presence in another person or your even family that's comforting. Mm-hmm. But where the true transformation is, is with you and your own voice and yourself. And mm-hmm. that's, we have Pluto in your chart and our generation has all has Pluto and Scorpio. Like, that is a deep place of like profound alchemy and transformation for you is owning your own voice. Mm-hmm. And I think this podcast is the perfect platform for you to do that. But when you own it more, you can feel more fulfilled. Um, yeah. You Jupiter there as well in Scorpio too. And that's Pluto and Jupiter are retrograde. Um, and mm-hmm. your Jupiter is um, more influencing your second house of money and um, self-worth. And those things are very tied together because how you feel about yourself money is a physical representation of that and so when you can amp up your own and and heal how you feel about yourself i think some of it may be tied to i don't know if like um there may be some like body consciousness going on Mm -hmm. too that's another deep place of healing and maybe i don't know if you've ever thought about too like like nutrition counseling or helping Mm -hmm. people with that through what they eat in their diet, that maybe also could something, but be something for you. But I think working for yourself, it would be more fulfilling for you. But it, it the thing is, is, it's developing your own voice and developing um, your um, confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. To do that, like I'm telling, like, yeah. like I, I I knew because the universe also brings along things when we're ready. I'm glad that <laughs> certain things happen to me for me to find my voice. Because if I was doing this. Like literally I live in New York city alone. Like I like pay for everything myself. I mag all the money I have to magnetize myself. And at the beginning of the day, I have to wake up free uh, mentally or else I wouldn't be able to do this. So I have to have confidence in my voice. And like, if people like, I I have to negotiate my prices every day. If you you don't have that self-worth, that can be very challenging. So you want to like really strengthen that part of yourself first. Mm -hmm. Um, And the universe um, has given you this nice, this job to provide a solid place for you to to develop that. That's why we see the universe kind of forces to stay jobs like that for some time. Mm -hmm. So that, because there's a lesson in it. The universe is like, need you first. Your guides (laughs) are like, need you first. You got to be leaning into this Aries because fire Aries, literally that's that. They're like, wake up. Like, what do I want to do today? Mm-hmm. What do I want to wear today? How do I want to decorate my house? How do I, how much money do I want to make? 
that those are all things that Aries thinks about. They don't think about anyone else. Mm-hmm. So then that's not natural for you. <laughs> yeah. I no. you create abundance for yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think, I, I don't know. You're hitting the head on everything. <laughs> I feel like, um, especially, I mean, so I, I eventually want to run for Congress. That's like my ultimate goal. That's amazing. And I, and I definitely have like that, like wanting to help people like, and healthcare reform is my main goal. Like that's where, like I'm working in healthcare right now, but it's, it's a different part of it. And, um, that's what I went to school for. And like, that's, yeah, it's, that's definitely something that is my goal. And I feel like I want to say that's my life purpose. Um, I hope it is, (laughs) but, um, and definitely, yeah. And definitely like body conscious has Natalie can Natalie and I both can kind of fend for each other on this, but that's always been an issue for me forever. And definitely self-confidence is something that I can always work on and I'm trying really hard to. <laughs> so when you can heal this and, and, and not even just heal it, but turn your trauma into your superpower. Like for me, public speaking, I hate it like I don't mm-hmm. like it like now you can't shut me Same. up but I learned that from like family dynamics so I had to go back and do that inner child work and also have conversation with her and be like I this is the way this made me feel and I have to I'm sending love to it but I have to put this to bed now so that I can use this to help other people who are going through the mm-hmm. similar thing just the self-worth stuff too but release that and and send love to them and if you need to sometimes like a conversation isn't necessary if you mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable doing that but that's what's going to help you help remove some of the blocks you're feeling with shifting onto this path that you you want to go to um mm-hmm. another thing too is start to do research on how you can get involved mm-hmm. with that line of work on the side that's oh yeah definitely part. yeah again everything that you're saying just makes so much sense and i i definitely feel like that would be just beneficial overall to like work on that trauma and I I'm both Natalie and I have had like the last year of consistent therapy and um so I think like the self work has been happening um but those relationships I think are they're more complicated so I think that's really helpful and I I definitely will take everything that you're saying seriously because that I I can see how those things could block me from reaching my full potential because those voice, are things it's a voice is the minute you have an idea it's like mm-hmm. I'm stupid when are you gonna go do that I'm not smart enough I'm nothing because they're voices that were instilled by who we grew up with mm-hmm. so some people are lucky and they have parents who accept whatever they want to do and are and can be supportive in every way possible, but that's not everyone and that's traumatizing. And then it Mm -hmm. creates that inner voice that then stops you from progressing in your life. Like with me, it was, it was like, also my dad was like so forceful with like going to college for your college and it's like, I just literally, I want to be a hairdresser (laughs) a lot of times (laughs) or like I played music growing up. And so I was like, I'll be a musician, but they were like, no you want to make money? And it's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, and then I found myself in corporate, not happy. So, mm-hmm. and, and at the same time too, I also tell people who have like with challenging parents um, is to know that they're operating at the consciousness that they're at. Like my father was an immigrant from Africa, West Africa. Like 
yeah, duh, of course he's, he's going to be afraid and, and be mm-hmm. like, you need to find something because they care. Right. So there's that sending love to that as well too. And then know like, I'm not my mom. I'm not my dad. I'm me. I'm now of age to make my own decisions. And mm-hmm. my voice is valid and needed in this world. There's so much fuckery that goes on with the patriarchy controlling women's bodies. And not only that, I just read an article about how like uh, the male sperm count and penis size is down 60% because of all the chemicals, which is like obvious that are put in food mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like the FDA, why do you exist when all of these poisonous things are mm-hmm. ingesting or surrounding ourselves with every single day? So that is needed. So if you start to also think of it in that way, like, and that's how I think of my astrology is I don't wake up every day. Like how much money can I make? It's how can I be of service to people? Right and help exactly. them with this information that helped me. And so if you start to shift that energy, mm-hmm. that just will bring bring it up faster to you. And just, just find mentors. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, like AOC like popped in my head with something. Um, <laughs> people are available on the internet. You yeah. can just reach out to them or just start speaking about it yourself too. You don't have to be a congresswoman to have an opinion. Like there's all of these, like Blair Amani, she's like a literally like an influencer who just talks about she does um smarter in seconds and she mm-hmm. teaches about things like racism and sexism and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff um to people who just might not know and she's literally just an influencer mm-hmm. um, so you don't have to have a title yet to really talk about things that you're passionate about Beyond right. mind, maybe incorporate that message into your podcast mm-hmm. well first i love aoc <laughs> and um <laughs> Um, and I feel like I have a lot of work cut out for me, um, but I'm really excited to do all of it. And I think my last question for you would be who, what type of people, maybe, maybe specific signs should I look for in a partner or in friends or even coworkers, just people that I want to surround myself with? I, so I first think that, um, so I am a Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio energy may be a lot for you in terms of friends. I think they're there to teach you lessons and it can be challenging sometimes. Mm -hmm. And my Mercury's there as well too. So like, I'm like, this is what you need to know. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay. So I think that's what they can do for you. So I I honestly like, unless you want some serious lessons in terms of like romance, like I wouldn't really date a Scorpio. I'm never going to date another Scorpio. (laughs) Mark my words. (laughs) Yes. That was actually my last, um, like relationship type and it just wasn't it. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Um, I think Aries, another Aries could be great for you because they can expand. You have your Venus there. Venus is the planet of relationships, both love and friendship, love, beauty, creativity. Your Venus is, um, in its opposite sign. Mm -hmm. So Venus can, were your parents, are your parents together? They are. Mm -hmm. They are. Do they have like challenges though? Yeah, they split while we were young for two years, I think. Okay, because that can like kind of, I have divorced parents too, and like I've had my challenges, but that can <laughs> kind of lay a template of, of the fear of, like you want a relationship, but there's fear around it. Um, but I think Aries can kind of show you that leader energy. Um, I think that's what your sister here <laughs> does for you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that could be a great, partnership um mm-hmm. because it can light a fire on you as well um i think that cancer could be could be nice um mm-hmm. like a cancer sun or rising 
Um, and then the only thing with like a Pisces energy, because you have a lot of Pisces energy, is they can kind of um, push you back into um, your over empathic pattern. I don't know if you've ever mm -hmm. noticed that if you're around. Cancer can kind of do that for you as well too. Water energy, I think for you, can kind of push you back into that. I don't, mm -hmm. if you have emotional water energy friends, you might find yourself like, like, oh my God, like this is too much. <laughs> yeah. A little, no, I can, I can relate to that. And I, yeah. what about Sagittarius? Um, so you have Sag, yeah, they can remind you of, of home. You're, you have Sag on your, your IC. This is like the area of the home and they can be expansive and emotional. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a fire sign. I think Leo also could be really fun for you because that's your 11th house of friendship mm -hmm. um, that's triggering that mm -hmm. for you. So I think okay. fire signs are all good. Um, water is a lot. Um, <laughs> Virgos, I know you're a Virgo rising, but you have uh, Chiron in Virgo. So Virgos can trigger some of the mother stuff, like the hypercritical stuff for you. I'm trying to think who, if I, I have any Virgos in my life. No offense to Virgos out there. <laughs> Hey, there's so you know I'm not yucking someone else's yum like like mm -hmm. I'm, I told you Scorpios I am one yeah um, but Virgo for you yeah I think you may get along surface level because that's your rising but in the in the depth it's triggering some subconscious trauma mm -hmm. for you okay yeah. oh that was like that was like I don't know I feel like that made me feel really like almost like powerful <laughs> and like um sure? yeah I feel like just knowing all of that just makes me feel very like content's not the word but like um relieved almost and I I appreciate all of that and I'm I'm really eager to see what you say about Nat because Nat and I are both Aries but her and I both know that we're very different um yeah. even though we're only nine days apart so I'm I'm very excited to hear about Nat <laughs> Well, Nat, you are a super Aries because you have the sun and the moon mm -hmm. kind of Aries. Uh, and I always think it's really interesting, actually. So I've done like celeb siblings, like just on my own. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've done, like I did like Mary Kay and Ashley to do twins to see. Oh, I love them. <laughs> what was going on. And for you, I guess you, you're, you're kind of, you guys are kind of like Irish twins. Like, I don't know if that's like a bad thing Wait. to say, but I've heard of that before. Well, I mean, well, first, what does that necessarily mean? But Natalie and I are Irish, if that means anything. Oh, wow. Well, so yeah. I have two of my best friends growing up. I think Irish was one of their, they have had a lot of different ethnicities, but they would call themselves mm -hmm. Irish twins because they were a year apart. So I think that that's oh, got it. Okay. where it's like, you're close in age, you're related, mm -hmm. but like, you're not twins. But okay. Yeah. So, um, but you're Irish. Well, Cox, that's your last name, right? Mm -hmm. Cox, yeah. yeah. Our dad is like, I think he's half Irish. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you are, you, yeah, I think it's, so when the moon and the sun are in the same sign, it's so much easier for you to embody that sign. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have that tension of like, uh, Rachel, you have your cancer moon comfort zone, but Natalie, you have, you have that moon in Aries. You're like, you're the one saying to her, like, well, let's go, like, let's do this. Like, let's like, let's, uh, you know, let's initiate this. Let's start, let's start. And mm -hmm. Rachel, it gives you that energy to do that. Um, and you have that in your second house of earned income, self-worth, and money. And you also have your south node, and it's actually in Taurus, your mm -hmm. south node, and it's influencing that house as well. So I think you're someone who, like, you're, you're, you're fairly good at, at manifesting money and kind of going after what it is that you want. 
Yeah, I would say um, I'm very confident in myself if there's something that I want. Um, I would like, I'm naturally an introvert, but I feel like I, I don't know, I'm always pretty, if there's something I want, like I'm pretty confident that I will have it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we also have Mars and Leo. And you actually have what astrologers call a grand fire trine in your chart. So this is somebody who actually have one as well too. It's like, you can have a lot of energy and just be like, go, go, let's go, let's go. And especially in terms of creativity, I don't, do you do anything like music or writing um, or creative? Yeah, I actually have always wanted to be a writer. Um, so I do a little bit for myself. But I, I know I'm like a creative person and I feel like that is what I want to be. I want my purpose to let me do creative things. So, um, And so you have Jupiter in your 10th house of career in Sagittarius. So Jupiter rules the sign of Sagittarius. So when you have Jupiter in rulership, Jupiter is the planet of luck, abundance, and growth. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think that basically if you, as long as you don't allow this, this shadow, which I'm going to... I'm like, you're not free from that yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. When you free yourself from this and you learn to integrate it, you can manifest some serious money in, in your life and, and in your career. And you mm -hmm. also, so this is when we talk about the shadow here. So you have Lilith in Gemini in your fourth house of home and family. So this is kind of touching on some of the stuff that I talked about with Rachel. Um, and then you have Pluto on your midheaven. So this is, this is really interesting because it's similar stuff as Rachel, but it, it hit you in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, so Pluto, you Pluto and Sagittarius, right? Like literally on your midheaven. Um, so the mother, it was just like, were they religious or like their beliefs were like very fixed? Yeah, I'd say our mom is religious. Um, my mom's side of the family are like traditional Mexican gotcha. Catholic people <laughs> you're you're a mystic i mean i think that you i think you inherited that actually from that side but i think somewhere down the line they were stripped of like their spirituality and it became more the religion it may have been like okay um or something to that effect um but that's something like you you both are very intuitive um but i think that you i don't know if you've had like priests in your family or like nuns or like people that just on the mom side who like were just, they, they went into religions. Like it's just something that they did. So I'm thinking of Tia Becca, right? That, think, okay. That's literally who I was thinking of. So um, we had an aunt um, who was like the glue to the family, but she's very religious, very traditional energy. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. traditional. Um, and I really feel like I did get that spirituality from her. It's crazy. I know she's like always around me. She passed away um, in 2017, but I have actually gotten signs from her that I've listened to and that it means a lot to me. I, I like truly believe in that. So um, I think that's, I've thought that was really cool. And I thought it was cool that I'm open and open to receiving those signs. So she was also the oldest of 12 siblings. And so she grew up care of all of them and she never got married she never had kids of her own so I get that very she, I don't necessarily equate her to a nun but like when you said nun that's immediately what who popped in my head 
Yeah. So you inherited some things from her and when you lean more into your, and it's not necessarily go into religion, like Jupiter and Sagittarius in the 10th house is a spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. I have Jupiter in my same placement. Um, it's somebody who's meant to expand and help the collective through their beliefs. So it may not be like straight up religion, but it's, a, it's, it's spirituality is something that comes very naturally to you and you can transform and change others through this. And a grand fire trine, it's like once you are in your resonance and you're doing it, you will magnetize what you need. Okay. The only thing with the trine, another thing too, so you got the Pluto. So there can be a lot of the repression going on or feeling like you can't expand. But yeah. once you break through that, you can really start to expand your life. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the Jupiter is in opposition to Lilith and Gemini. Um, and so that's someone who may have not felt like their voice by their, their family was enough or like wasn't good enough and kind of felt like demonized for it and not feeling empowered. But when you unlock that actual power, that's actually what's like the writing and communicating, that's your superpower. It's just now releasing that shadow of like the voices of like, oh, you're not good enough and you're not this. So once you yeah. release that, that, that can activate that grand fire trying and you can just go um, and, and move forward with what you're doing. Um, so another thing too, both of you have 12th house placements, but this gives you access to the other realm and to things unseen and um you have neptune and uranus there in the sign of capricorn you're a aquarius rising and those two planets in the 12th house it's like you can have prophetic dreams i don't know if you've already had them in your life um when you are in meditative state you can get really great ideas you're it's an opposition it's like it's not a direct opposition it's more out of sign um, but it's a, across the sky from your Mars in Leo in the, sec, in the sixth house of work. So you can just get sudden flashes of ideas or inspiration. You just have to trust them and kind of think past those, those wounds that come up and those blocks that come up to not progress and not do it. Yeah. Which I don't think it happens as much to you, but I think it still can. Um, and then you have Venus in Pisces, which Venus actually in Pisces right now. Um, so Venus is exalted. This is the planet of creativity and self-expression and love and romance. And that's influencing your first house of self. The one thing is you do have Saturn there with Mercury. So, so that can limit the expression of that when you are not true to, um, what it is that you, you want to do or what, what it is, what you want to do creatively and what mm -hmm. makes sense to you in your life. Um, it can limit that. And both of you are going to have your Saturn return for, not for a while, but it's 27 to 30. And for you, Rachel, it's in your sixth house of work. So that's actually what I would estimate when you're really going to start to see changes in your, your work. Mm -hmm. um, when, once you get to that age, that's when I, when everything shifted for me, um, Saturn return is the astrological coming of age. And then that it's going to be in, it can be in regards to a relationship with another person. Um, and Saturn's the planet of lessons and it can be the planet of limitation and all Saturn wants to do even though Saturn return cannot be fun sometimes is Saturn wants to teach you the hard way and wants you to learn certain karmic lessons so that you can improve for me I actually had it it was like a whole bit like relationship and moving like a bunch of shit job like everything was just on the table and seeming to fall to pieces but at the end of the day I'm like it needed to fall away so 
That's area where over the next, you know, five years, you can really um, start to see shift in your life. And so what makes a Saturn return easier is when you, when you choose your higher self. So I was in like a very toxic relationship that literally my guides were like, bitch, get out. <laughs> like, they're like, this is not good. Like yeah. my job was like the toxic relationship. And I listened, I was like, okay, time to get out. Like time to like make a plan and figure out what to do. And so I did. And so I fell away. It wasn't as, as challenging, especially after it happened. I, I realized like that's what needed to happen. Um, is mm-hmm. it all resonant for you? Yeah, no, it definitely does. I think the spirituality part and um, kind of like growing up and my voice not being heard, that really resonates with me. I think I took on um, being like, a go with the flow, keep the peace kind of person, which made me like shut myself off, kind of just being around, not using my voice because I thought that was a way of helping the dynamic, but also because I felt like I wasn't really being actively listened to or asked about, you know, how are you feeling? Stuff like that. So, um, but I know it's it's crazy because that definitely is the blockage that I have when I'm manifesting all these ideas of what I want to do because I can't tell you how many times like I'll think okay I want to write a book I want to write this I want to start this project and I I can really see like where I want to be what I want to be doing what I look like what you know man like just thinking of like my future self but it's like it shuts off because I'm not actively pursuing it And then sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I have all these ideas, but I'm not doing any of it. So it gets somewhat overwhelming, but that, yeah, that like truly resonated with me for sure. I think like, don't, don't stress yourself out about doing, I think inspired action is like when you feel truly called to do it. Cause like with a grand fire trine, I have one, like I have a thousand kajillion ideas a day. Like, yeah, yeah. Like. Even like my website, I'm going through a redesign and replatform right now. I've been thinking about that for like a year. And then finally some straight happened. I was like, this needs to happen like now. Like it's got to happen now. And yeah. I've been letting it ruminate. I just didn't really, I, I wasn't in the place to spend all that money and like all that stuff. But now I'm like, it's got to happen. Um, and that's like inspired action. But when you focus on your energy instead, you can release attachment to need to do. And it just shows up in your field. Okay. Like, um, one of my big things, I, I'll talk about it because they're already, I, another thing I, I always recommend is don't talk about your manifestations with other people because they put okay. their, their juju and their limitations, especially parents. Like my dad, okay. the longest time, didn't even know when I went full-time professional astrologer because I just didn't really want, it's like, what are you going to help me with? Right. Like, nothing. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I'll talk about what mine was. Like, mine was to do a monthly transit for, Ed, like, um a national TV company, like whether like NBC, whatever, like one of these, literally I didn't do anything. I was just being myself, put posting my content and they reached out to me and I did it for September on today. And then I'm doing it again. It's just recorded. I don't know when it's going to launch. I did self care tips for the list and they syndicate on different national um, affiliate stations, local affiliate stations. Mm-hmm. And I did it, they reached out to me and then it turned out the, the producer was um, someone I went to high school with and I didn't even remember this person and they actually didn't remember me yeah but they just saw my they googled like because they wanted 
um, a, a woman of color. She's like, I'm, I'm tired of seeing just like, we have this like white people every, every time I like meet someone else. And yeah. she Googled and my name came up and she just contacted me. And then she saw my number. She was like, are you from, you know, the town? I, I don't like to say where I, where yeah, I live, yeah. where I'm from on publicly. And I was like, yeah. Like, when did you graduate? She's like, oh, five. I'm like, me too. And then <laughs> like, you're going to be the expert now. <laughs> like, here you go. But I didn't search for it. Like literally, right. I just, you know, I have great SEO on my site and I just worked on my energy. So don't stress yourself out about needing to take action. I think you're going to know when you need to take it. Okay. Know what ideas are, what, what, right, like what's the right pathway to go forward, but just being and allowing your energy, that's like really leaning more into um, the divine feminine in your chart. So you have Venus in Pisces. Venus in Pisces is like a queen. Venus in Pisces is like, I'm going to sit here and just be my beautiful, wonderful self. And y'all bitches are going to come and reach out to me. And that's, cool. <laughs> yeah, that, like that's, that's it. And so yeah. starting to take that approach, like, cause I think in, in this society, we're all taught to a capitalist society that we need to do, 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 do. And like, even like corporate, like working 60 hour week, that's insane. Like, yeah. I all that I need to get done now in like a six hour work day. And then I want to like take a nap or meditate or work on my energy. So then I can continue magnetizing the things instead of having to like go out and get. So we've been taught this hyper masculine, intense way of being. And I'm sure like um, you mentioned your mother's side, there are immigrants from Mexico, right? And I'm first gen immigrant family, like get your ass to work. Like, let's go. Especially the women. I can see that in your chart too. Like yeah. time to do, get some work done. And like, yeah, like you work, but working with your energy is different because then you don't have to um, exert so much energy. You're just able right. to be and do what you love. And then the money is magnetized. Opportunities are magnetized. Yeah. And I'm true. Yeah, that, that does. And, um, truly like to think that I I can do something that I love to do and I will be making it would be my career you know and um, I think like Rachel was saying being stuck at a job right now knowing that you have to do it it's a way to support myself um, but I haven't had this conversation with my family where they were all like okay well it's a job you're not supposed to like it like you're not gonna love your job all the time I'm like no I don't I don't believe that like right now I know I'm not this isn't like uh this is temporary like the job I'm at is temporary but like my future self that will be effortless and that's really what I want so um yeah I think it's just also family dynamics saying like okay you gotta work you gotta do this you know having their own expectations and standards when it's not necessarily my standard of success so yeah, it's, it's, it's the mentality of a lot of people. Like I, when I go home and like people will be talking about their jobs and they're just complaining, I'm like, <laughs> like I, I can't relate anymore. I don't, yeah. I love to wake up. I'm like, Ooh, like, who am I going to help today? Like what cool thing? Like I'm on a podcast right now. Like I love what I do. And then that fuels it even more. Cause I'm just emanating out love for what I do. So then people, subconsciously feel that or the universe sees that and the universe is like oh we got to give more we got to give them more so that you can keep being happy because the universe wants to make you happy so everybody thinks like like humanity can be so addicted to suffering 
Mm-hmm. He's addicted to suffering. And especially like my father's from Sierra Leone, a third world country. Like it's normal to be like broke or poor or just kind of feel like you have to work extra hard or like the racism there, even though it's a majority black country, it was colonized by the British. So there was still that indoctrination of white supremacy. So dealing with that, like people think that you need to be miserable to be living and that's not, that's not the case. And our family didn't come to this country for us to be miserable. They're in their own consciousness. So let them have that. But like you came here for opportunities to shine and have that opportunity to, to, to step up the game for your future generations. Cause that's what also Pluto and Scorpio generation is doing. And you're a Pluto and Sagittarius, Natalie, Pluto and Scorpio mm-hmm. generation for you, Rachel, we're here to break the generational curses. So it's a little more challenging to be, <laughs> to be a millennial than people think. Like that's why like a lot of us, like with the startups that we were like, no, we want a four day work week. And yeah, I want free lunch. And yeah, I want to be able to go take a fucking nap if I want. Like we were the ones, we also like rejected the boomers idea of capitalism and the things that they want to do. And so that's where there's a lot of tension. And then Pluto and Sagittarius is breaking through in terms of beliefs, breaking through the generational curses of beliefs. Like you got to grind yourself into the ground and this is the religion and Jesus is white. And this is how things look. And this is how we need to be. These are all beliefs and our beliefs create our reality. So you're the generation to here to challenge. That's why so much um, Gen Z are just like very gender fluid. They reject, even if they grew up in like a racist family, they still reject a lot of the ideals that were set in place for generation, generation, generations, because they have this naturally within them. I think for you, it's breaking that that generational pattern of organized religion in your family and and stepping out of that. Um, and Rachel, for you, that, that self-worth, that's, that's the big, the big one that you're, you're breaking and through understanding and facing that shadow yourself and being like, that's, this is not, A, it's not how I'm going to raise my children and B, this is not who I am. I'm worthy no matter Mm -hmm. what. So like, honestly, (laughs) I think it's so interesting that you're talking about ending like those generational curses because Natalie and I have talked a lot about like ending the cycle like that is something that I think that's probably mine and Natalie's like main goal during any self-work any therapy anything like that and I I totally agree I I love Gen Z like (laughs) the shit that they're doing I could never when I was their age and I think that's like admirable in itself and they need to keep doing what they're doing (laughs) and um yeah. And I can definitely, I, I think like, I mean, I don't want to talk for Nat, but like, I can totally see that because Natalie is the youngest out of, I always have to count out of six siblings. So I feel like Natalie taking on that, like, not so much like the generational, like, but like what you're saying as far as like the religious stuff and like those type of cycles that we've been in, Natalie, 100%, I feel like has what it takes to do that. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> and and yeah I you know I I love my parents me and Natalie both love our parents we've done a lot of work to get to where we're at and um but I definitely can totally like wholeheartedly say that like I definitely want to raise my kids differently and um I can't blame my parents for either not getting the love and support that they deserve when they were our but I I know I can provide that for my kids whenever I decide to have them so 
I don't know. Everything that you're saying is just great. Yeah. I mean, I think with, with organized religion, the one thing, cause like I grew up with both, um, Catholicism on my mother's side and then my father's side, mm-hmm. um, actually Muslim. And like the one thing that these religions did no shame or shade to other people's beliefs, like do whatever works for you, but they put the God outside of themselves. That's mm-hmm. not what spirituality does. And that's not what source intended practices to be. It's to teach us to be the gods. Like a lot of the mythical gods that we use in astrology and these archetypes, they were created, they were not perfect. And they were created to teach us lessons and to always bring us back to ourselves because all of these gods are all a part of us. So it's teaching us that we are the God, we are the creator of our reality. And that sounds blasphemous in the eyes of people who are hyper-religious. But when you say at the end of the day, oh, thank God, it's like, yeah, think myself. Think myself, because I'm the one that whose energy is magnetizing all these things. And all these practices are meant to build up the God within yourself so that you can be the creator of the reality with your own magic wand. Like if you're praying, like pray, pray to ancestors and source, higher power, God, whoever, but know that God is working through you because you are God. That's why it's like everyone's created in the image of God because we are all God. We are. So when you think in that way too, it's like, it makes it so much easier to create because you're like, well, if I can think it, I can create it. So why wouldn't I think about what I, I really want to do because it's not it's there's no nothing outside of yourself in that moment I love that <laughs> those are powerful words yeah. um Nat do you have any other questions that you want to ask no I think I'm good I'm really I thank you so much for being here and um it's cool that you know I can agree with what you're saying about Rachel and I'm sure she can do the same for me. So when you're talking about Rachel, I'm just like, yes, yes, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> same with me. Yeah. And I probably should do more celeb charts where it's like sisters, but close in it, like, cause it's different than twins. You can see similar, there's, it's similar, but different. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like family situations can seem, even though you're coming from the same situation, just different lens, different perspective. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely what Nat and I have said. Because I think Natalie and I both agree that we're very similar. We just have different ways of looking at things. And we have gone through almost everything together. Just our, I think our real, reality of that is is different. And I think we we both see things differently. And um, I think it's cool because you have someone to see a different perspective from. So shout out to you, Nat. <laughs> Um, I think I just have, I just want to clarify two things. So you said that my Saturn return would be from the ages 27 to 30, right? So my 27th birthday is on Sunday. (laughs) So so should I, I mean that this is the ultimate time to start the work, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Like your Saturns, both of your Saturns are in Pisces. Uh, right now Saturn is in Aquarius, but from what I've found and other astrologers will tell you this, 27 is when the rumbling start of seed is implanted. Things may not like start to pop off until later on, but now is like, like when I was 20, 25, yeah, exactly 25. I had like a quarter life crisis and like moved across the country. (laughs) Like I just was like, I can't work anymore, like to Portland, Oregon. And then that's where I started 
really by chance working for an astrology website. Mm -hmm. And that's where it all like went down. Um, but like, it was like the rumbling of it around that age kind of started. And then yeah. it really ramped up. And then 29 that year is when it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's so funny. Cause, um, I just moved across the country back in October. Um, and that's when I started this podcast. So <laughs> that's, I, that's just really reassuring. Um, and I think just one last thing for someone who, so for me, when I start to manifest or try to. Yeah, first we're gonna be like, we're gonna remove try to start okay. already manifesting. So when mm -hmm. I'm shifting now inside to work with my mm -hmm. head, the words are spells. So if we teach yeah. ourselves these things, it's just like, okay, you wanna try to manifest, your, your universe is gonna be like, okay, here, keep trying. Okay. Okay. True. Okay. I need to, I really need to work on that. Um, do you think there's like a best time for me to do it? Like right in the morning when like my, my thoughts are fresh or later in the evening when I've had time to kind of like reflect on my day. Um, is there, do you feel like there's a better time for me to do that or for anyone really? So you have, you have an evening chart. Like you're not, you're not quite night yet. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually think like, in the evening, after mm -hmm. your day could be great for you. If you're a okay. person, you could go forth with that. And Natalie, I would actually recommend at night for you, even though you're, you're technically a, a it's super, super early morning chart, but your sun and moon are below the horizon. So you actually have a, a night chart. Okay. So I think I, I have a night chart as well too. And I found that like, I love to stay up late. I, love, I will meditate for hours and like just relax and like something about the moon as well is just, especially as women, it just really helps with your creativity. So maybe yeah. try night. I, I don't like waking up early and I like, I hate those videos where we're like, what CEOs do to be successful? Like, I wake oh. up right. like, <laughs> right. early is you getting more done and like, that's what's making you successful. If that's your belief, sure. But like, that's all like, I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could never. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like those like, like 10 tips from mm -hmm. billionaires, billionaires. And it's like always like, I wake up. 4am and then I have a run and then I meditate and it's like good for you okay but I don't do mm -mm. yeah right <laughs> so another thing too is don't get pressure on the time like if you want to just kind of like be fluid with it like if it's at 9pm sometimes cool if it's at 5 cool when I do it when I feel the need to do it for me in the past I, I suffered from pretty bad anxiety I think you guys may have that as well too um with those 12, 12th house planets Mm -hmm. um, and that, all that is, is like intuitive knowledge and information that you just don't know what to do with. Um, mm -hmm. and meditation can really help you channel that. Another thing I also do that has really helped me is breath work. Okay. So okay. Doing things like breath work and integrating that into my meditation practice help with anxiety. So when I, when I would feel anxiety, that's when I would know like, okay, it's time to meditate. And I would come out of it feeling so much clearer and mm -hmm. being like, oh, this is my idea. And like, just my mind would feel the anxiety would go away and I had that mm -hmm. channel to really create from. Mm -hmm. So I think it may help you with that as well. Yeah. I, I definitely can take from that, <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. We, this was so much fun and I'm so appreciative of yeah. you and this. I feel like this made me feel very powerful, very like ready to start doing work and 
manifesting the life I want and deserve. <laughs> so you do, you do. Source, God, universe, literally that's all that it wants, but it's like a genie that will give you whatever you want. So you mm -hmm. have cognizant of that. Like, okay, well, if I can get anything I want, I'm going to like shift some of this, the thoughts and shift the energy so that the universe yep. flows, writing mm -hmm. it down, making it into reality on paper, doing all those mm -hmm. things and really just clarify it for the universe. The universe, oh yeah, okay. That's yeah. conscious creator instead of just like, like I used to just allow stuff to happen and mm -hmm. not really put energy, like back it up with the energy. But then I realized like, oh, I want to consciously create something. Let me really target it, tell the universe and make sure mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm a vibrational match to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Um, do you have, do you want to tell everyone like where they can find you? Do you want to put your Instagram or your, um, your website as well? Yeah, so lilithastrology.com, L-I-L-I-T-H, like the goddess. And my Instagram is the same, so Lilith Astrology. You can find me on TikTok under that name. And then I'm on Clubhouse as well under that name. And um, I haven't launched it yet, but I probably by the time this airs, it will be launched. But I, I will have a podcast myself called Black Moon Lilith Rising. And there's Ooh, a club. Exciting. Yeah, I started the club already on Clubhouse. So if you're on there, mm -hmm. you can check that out as well too. Perfect. Cool. Thank you so much. This so much fun. Thanks for having me on. Thank of you. Course. We'll talk soon. That was so much fun. That was awesome. What do you what are your thoughts? It was I don't it's so cool being told like what you already know, but like mm -hmm. by someone who can confirm it. So that was awesome. And like literally the whole Thea Becca stuff, I was like, damn, that's on I point. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that that was shit was on point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. At one point I was like, I feel like I'm going to get an emotional, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and hold it back. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think it is really like powerful to hear it from someone else. And I think uh, maybe that's just like the stubbornness in me that like, I feel like I know things, but I just don't act on them. And then it just means more when someone else is able to tell you. Yeah. So we, Natalie and I decided that we would do gifts really quickly. <laughs> um, we, we sent each other gifts and um, I'm like really eager because I've had these in my room for like the past week and I've just been having to stare at them and I have no idea what they are. So yeah, so if anyone didn't, I, I don't even know if we said it in the beginning or not, but so my birthday is the 21st on Sunday and Natalie's is 30th. So we, we always grew up 90s apart. We always had birthday parties together and yeah, I think... We were both Aries, which is kind of cool. I'm the first day of Aries. And... Oh my God, how cute. Wait, where, where did you make these? Uh, I found a place. <laughs> the fuck? Oh my God. So Natalie got me these really cute like army green sweats. And it says empower women. And on the side, it says girl.gov. How cute. I love this one. And the sweats are so soft. What the hell? Aren't they so nice? Um, yeah. I tell you, I actually got them from Amazon. Okay, I knew it because when I, well, I didn't know that they Did were you see the me, cart? But I saw them <laughs> and I was like, oh, Natalie got new sweats. How cool. Yeah. No, they're the, so nice. All the reviews were just like, just get them like, you, you know, once you get them, you'll know how good of quality they are. And they're so soft and like just them. really good quality. I'm going to wear them tonight. Okay, I have one more. The 
the dogs are <laughs> in the background just chilling. I'm so surprised that my dogs didn't do anything during that last hour. I was yeah, like, they were chill. They they got up once, but like, I was surprised that they didn't start like wrestling in the podcast. Oh my god, is this a? I knew it. How cute! It's a fanny pack, and <laughs> it says curl.gov. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. I'm gonna use it when I take Jess for walks. Yeah, I was. I that's literally. I'm like, okay, Rach can wear the sweat. She can wear the fanny pack when she's on a walk. Uh, <laughs> I wear them so, together, yeah. and then I yeah, <laughs> I wear, all decked I out. Wear, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Okay, thank you so much, Nat. That's so yeah. cute. You're welcome. Right, you open yours now. Okay, so. Um, I'll let you know when I get the card and I'll just call okay. you and all that, but I'm excited. So there really, there wasn't anything in the card. It was just um, a girl duck of pop socket. Okay. The card is really cute. Yeah. It's funny. Cause this has been in my room for like over a week now too. Mm-hmm. I'm just staring at like, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold on. I needed some new stuff too. So I've been trying to get Nat on, what is it called? Like uh, cleansing bombs, like to take off your makeup. Oh yeah. And this, this brand, it's Antonina Naturals, I think. She's like a small business based in um, Oregon, I think. And um, I used her chemical peel and her like the green oil that you have, the facial oil, and I love it. So I, I love facial oil. I use it every day. I actually just ran out, but this stuff looks amazing. Um, thank you, Rage. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I'm excited for you to try it. I know. I'll let you. So you've used it before, so I can mm-hmm. I can give you my thoughts. Hell yeah. I haven't used the cleansing oil because I still have um, other one, but I hear good things about it. So okay. how'd you find um, the company? I think, I, I think I found her on TikTok. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It's so pretty. The packaging is so like clean and mm-hmm. I love it. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, sis. <laughs> that was a really good episode. I'm so, I'm so excited for people to listen because honestly, astrology has always fascinated me, but I've just never been able, I feel like I'm just the type of person that gets overwhelmed easily. So like, I don't ever know where to start. And I think that's my problem. Cause I think I like jump into too far in advance. And then I'm like, wait, I don't even know what I just got myself into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like her being able to just like break it down and like make it a lot like easier for me to understand was like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel a lot more confident going into it now. Yeah. And the whole timing thing too, is crazy like how she said the Saturn return uh-huh. and you're turning 27 and you moved to Rhode Island and you have time to actually like you can have all the time for your podcast right now and mm-hmm. just the ideas that you've been talking about too so it's really happening I think yeah. she just confirmed it and it's exciting this this just like I I don't know what just triggered my memory but when she was saying about um about becoming a therapist when I was done with my bachelor's, I went to go see a counselor to see if I wanted to start my master's. And the program that I applied for was for a, um, not so much a psychiatrist. I think it was like, it was a therapist position, but it was all based around mental health. So that was kind of interesting that she had said that. And then I also was looking into speech therapy at the same time to like, to possibly have that as a, um, as a, 
career. So I think that's like interesting that she said those things, even though I realized that maybe those aren't the right things for me. But um, yeah, I feel like she was like very spot on about pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. It's cool because like I kind of wanted to, you know, especially the spirituality, what she was talking about. I wanted to tell her, I wanted to talk to her about it, but Mm -hmm. it was, it's definitely like personal Mm -hmm. um, or at least like, yeah, I don't know. I think it would have just gotten into details, but Mm-hmm. It's really cool, especially the writing thing too. I'm like, I knew it was gonna be a writer growing up. Like, it's been a, everyone's known that. So yeah, and it's it's funny too because like I haven't done writing for myself in a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I used to write every night and like kind of had ideas of what I wanted to do and like projects I wanted to start mm-hmm. writing projects. Um, but I haven't in a while. So to know that it's just like innately something that I that I have, like a skill mm-hmm. that I have. Um, I was like, okay, I got to pick that up again. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely yeah. should because yeah. you're a really good writer. So you can definitely go places with that. Yeah. So that's awesome. All right. Have any closing thoughts? Um, no, I think that was like an awesome birthday. If you, if we mentioned um, that was like our birthday gift to each other also mm-hmm. getting Adam yeah. on here. So that was, that was really fun it'd be cool. I don't know. I'm just like amazed from what she Mm -hmm. said. And um, that was a fun podcast. So yeah. And I think maybe I'll even do like, um, or even we could do it together at like a personal session with her. Yeah, I I would want to do that. So we have time and we can ask her questions and stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would love to do that. Uh, also, let me know what you think about the sweats because oh, I know. (laughs) I'm going to wear them tonight. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, sure, Heather and Brian. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You can find Adama. Um, well, actually, when we put the audio clip on Instagram, we'll link all of her stuff, too. That way, if you want to look um, into her services or maybe book a session with her, you can easily find her. But thank you so much for listening, and happy birthday, Nat. Happy birthday, Rach. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Ciao. Thank you.